All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. Let's get it. Welcome. Welcome to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast, where we cover anything related to behavior change that will increase your long-term wellness and happiness. And now, here are your hosts, personal trainer and RNs, Matt and Jenna Lane. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. My name is Matt. And I'm Jenna. If you're new to this podcast, thanks for stopping by. Welcome to 2020. This is the first podcast of 2020 of the Better Than Yesterday Everyday podcast. This podcast is all about implementing behavior change for your long-term wellness and happiness. I, as a personal trainer, and we both as registered nurses, wanted to tackle an audio portion uh, for this side of our business. And uh, if you are listening to this, just know you can watch this on the BTYE podcast on YouTube. So slide on by. Jenna, what do you think? 2020. What do, what do, you, what do you think is going to happen in 2020? Well, it depends on what you get started right now, I guess. That's a good answer. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, could be a lot of the same old stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, today we wanted to talk about the support person and sort of the relationship around that support person. Um. This is Jenna's idea. You have just been like on fire with the topics lately and coming up with ideas. And yeah. So before we dive into this podcast, if you want to leave us a review on iTunes, we would greatly appreciate it. Whether we suck or are, whether we're fantastic, please leave a review. It's the lifeblood of a podcast. And at the top of every show, we hit you with our gratitude point. Our gratitude point is something that shifts our perspective. It's something that could be big, could be small, doesn't matter. And I'll start first. And this is so fitting, I think, for the new year for a lot of people. And I am not one of those people that bashes people to get into the gym in the new year. I I can't stand when I see that in the fitness community when everybody's like rolling their eyes. Oh, they're coming in on January 1st. They're taking over our space. That's so messed up. Now, I do understand the portion of people that show up and don't continue, which is about 80%. Um, so I get that frustration, but anyway, besides the point, I'm grateful that there are 24-7 gyms. I have a 24-7 access to two gyms, and the only thing that can stop me from going is my excuses. So I'm really happy for that because it keeps me in check. I like that. Right? Well, I have a 24-7 gym too because I work out at home. Right? Yeah. So what's your excuses? Sometimes I just don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you're watching, shout out to Holden Hardman, uh, checking out the, the t-shirt here. Appreciate you, bro. Always enjoy making videos and content with you. Love you to death. Um, so my gratitude point, was that all of your gratitude point? Yeah, it was. Okay. Um, it's just for the simple times sometimes, like uh, we laid in bed and watched TikTok videos for like an hour and a half this morning. I'm like hooked on TikTok. <laughs> yes, you Leg- are. Legit. <laughs> I love TikTok. And even though to most people that would be wasted time, and yeah, we could have done a lot of other things. For sure. That would be much more productive. Without but a doubt. It was quality time, downtime of just hanging out with each other and doing something completely unproductive. Oh, yeah. And it was great. I think those mindless moments are very important yeah. uh, for people, but I think for people like me, 
for people that are just so dead focused on creating something, building something, mm -hmm. a message, that type of thing. Um, but it's funny that you mentioned that because the whole time we were doing it, the entire time, I thought, God, I, there's so many things that I should be doing and I felt guilty for it. Like that's how messed up in the head I am. <laughs> <laughs> that's just scratching the surface. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so getting into the topic today, talking about the support person and before we do these podcasts, we, we do a little pregame, but not a scripted show. We sort of hit sort of key points, but we don't, we want to hold some of the information back. And anyway, so Jenna wanted this idea of the support person because Jenna and I have a very interesting relationship. I think, uh, I'm a personal trainer. I've been into fitness for 11 years, way before I was a registered nurse and, a quick backstory, I became a registered nurse and I found that I could do more as a personal trainer to help people to keep them out of the healthcare system and feel more of an impact doing that. But because I've been so into it for so long, you would expect the, you know, the, the, the partner to be like gung ho and like totally with it, but it, it couldn't be anything further from the truth. It was just always my thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think that this is where you're relating is, you being the support person. I mean, there was a, there was a time where I think you were on the opposite side of the fence and you weren't into fitness at all. And I don't know if you resented it or if it, it definitely created problems in our relationship, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And some of that was my fault. Some, just, not, not all of it. Just, just some of it. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell the story. I don't know if we told that on the podcast or not. I don't know. Are you talking about the movie theater? Yeah. I don't, yeah. <laughs> this is how neurotic I am, but go ahead. So we're both neurotic so I can, I can understand on some level, but we had a date night one night and it was right after Matt started getting into the gym and, um, we were long overdue for a date night and he wanted to go to the gym and I really felt like I needed some time with him. So of course we comp compromised and did what I wanted to do. <laughs> so we went to a movie and I don't know, maybe 20 minutes into the movie he leans over and he's like, I just have to go to the gym. Yeah. And, he, and he got up and left me at the movie theater and went to the gym. This was early on in my fitness career. And very early on in our relationship, it too. It was early on in my fitness career, fitness life. And I hadn't developed that maturity yet to understand that if I miss one session, it's not going to break the world. Yeah. You know? Well, you, and all, you were also quite potentially still a teenager at that point too so i was like 19 20 years old so yeah yeah, yeah at the end of it so and that makes a difference too i think as far as impulsivity yeah <laughs> impulsivity and attention to detail yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um but throughout the 10 11 years now it has the support piece from you has been incredible you have always uh, supported me by any endeavor of fitness that I've wanted to do. Building a business at the time of this recording three years ago around fitness, um, you know, my journey, my recent journey into powerlifting, uh, you know, there, I almost did my first bodybuilding show when we went to get married out in Vegas. Um, I mean, I put that at the same time we were getting married. I think it was on like a day it was the day before our day of it was the day oh <laughs> it was the day of our marriage i mean the extent and how much you've supported me in fitness has been instrumental to 
my being able to continue it. And I know that not everybody has that, and I'm deeply grateful for it, for that. And not that we don't want to touch on this piece of it, but we want to touch on the other side of the fence. And I think that's what's going to be interesting about this. Yeah, so I think when you talk about a support person, you think about this classic role of husband and wife or your significant other, your life partner. Um, but I think that there's different levels and different depths of different support systems or different support people across the spectrum that we really trust and use on a daily basis. Um, that sometimes we really rely on these people to be our support people that really shouldn't. Yeah. And the people that we feel like are against us are really looking out for our best interests. Yeah. Um, so I kind of want to speak from both sides of this uh, today. First, from the responsibility of being the support person. Um, and I think the classic idea of being the support person is being that cheerleader that's like, you can do it, keep going, don't give up, which is true. That's important to be be that encourager. Right. But that's not the sole responsibility of the support person. And what I mean is um, I think that, sure, your significant other should be your biggest cheerleader and one of your most trusted support people. But your family, your friends, your coworkers, on some level, they're all your support person. And there's responsibilities on both sides. Right. Um, so, you know, even just as uh, little as being the person who you trust that if you have something in your teeth, like they're going to tell you. And even though in that moment you're like, ah, that sucks. I have something in my teeth. Like, I respect you more that you told me. Even though I know since I ate lunch, I've talked to six other people. Right. And now you're the first person who's actually told me when yeah. you know for sure those other six people didn't tell you. Sure. But they saw it. Right. Well, g give it to me straight. Yeah. You know, why not? Yeah. And I think that sometimes we look at that person and, and not just the food in your teeth, but the person who says they notice that something's different about you and they ask you about it. Yeah. That person's not being negative per se or even calling you on the carpet but they're just they've noticed there's something different and inquire why or would like to help or you know are wondering like that's the person who i think should be the person you go to for your support rather than the person who just always agrees with you i think that should be the person that you're most cautious with because they're just a a yes person. They're yes. They're a yes man, and that's not the person who's really going to be honest with you. Yes, people drive me nuts. Mm -hmm. I've met them in my life, yeah. and I've cut them out of my life. Yes, people do nothing for you. If you get gratitude, if you get, if you get fulfillment in a yes person, there's something wrong with you. I mean, I think that I think you need to really look at yourself yeah. and figure out why is it that you need that yes. Well, and I think it's just human nature. That was kind of abrupt. I mean, there's something wrong with you. I guess but you need there needs to be there, some internalization. You there need needs to, look. to be an adjustment in your perspective, I think is what you mean. Mm -hmm. As far as, you know, if you only surround yourself with people who tell you you're doing the right thing all the time, they are wrong because you're human and you don't always do the right thing. Right. You need to surround yourself with people who encourage you, 
when you need encouragement and call you on the carpet when you need that too. Yeah. That's the responsibility of the support person. And if you know that you're the support person for someone else, your responsibility is to check them. Yeah. Your responsibility yeah. is to encourage them and your responsibility is to help keep them on track. And if that means saying something that isn't just cutesy and fluffy all the time, then that's what it means. That's your responsibility as the support person. Yeah. So I'll give you two examples. Um, there, there has to be you. I think you also have to have in the, a really good support person will tell you to quit bitching. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that that's, I think it's one thing to be rah, rah, go get it. You, you know, you have to have somebody that's willing to call you on your bullshit and mm-hmm. complaining, complaining, yeah. complaining like, Oh man, I'm just, I'm just sore today. I'm just tired. I want my support person to be like, get your ass up, let's go. And I actually have a trainer, Josh Kirsch, shout out to you, brother. I, I talk about him so much, but it's just the truth. He's instrumental in my life. I, Man crush. It, it's true, um, you know, but <laughs> I want somebody who's going to call me and, yeah. you know. Well, and sometimes not even being that harsh. I mean, I, that is what works for you. Yeah, sure. But sometimes it's saying, you know, okay, well, if it's not your day, like you're sore. Okay, so maybe not hitting it really hard at the gym is better for you. What else are you going to do to make yourself better today? Right. Um, just that gentle reminder. And even just something as simple as, and I think about the story frequently as insignificant and as long ago as it was, but your support person is someone who your responsibility back is to, to do what they would want you to do for mm-hmm. them. And it's something as simple as, and I've always had a a hard time with even just saying, telling someone that I know well, like, hey, you have something in your teeth or, Mm. hey, you're, you're, whatever it is, like, hey, your dress is tucked into your underwear. Like, I'm the kind of person that would have a hard time actually saying that, even though that's absolutely necessary. (laughs) See, and if I love you, I'm the opposite. Yes. I I mean. Um, I just, I've always had a hard time because it's. It's confrontation to me, right. even though it's not really confrontation. It's right. still saying something that somebody doesn't want to hear. Sure. Um, and I'll never forget when I was in high school. I think it was the summer between my freshman and sophomore year. We went to uh, basketball camp. And one of my best friends, she, um, we were like doing drills. We were doing layups. And she was the person in front of me in the drill line and somehow she had um, like ripped the back of her shorts. Like the seam came undone all the way down her butt crack area. You've never told me the story. And I just froze. I just stood there and we went through the line a couple of times. And now looking back, I was so frozen in fear of, Oh my gosh, this happened to her. Right. What do I do? Rather than being like, Hey, Hey, yeah, <laughs> you got to go get that fixed. Yeah. Um, because I was thinking about how I would be mortified if it were me rather than thinking, hey, that's my friend. That's a good point. She would want me to tell her right away. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good way to look so, at it. So it took a couple of rounds going through layups for one of the uh, instructors to pull her aside. And she was. She turned red. She ran into the locker room. She was embarrassed. And I'm like, you know, as a friend, I really sucked. I really sucked. Because... <laughs> 
I would have wanted her to tell me immediately. You know, that was the, the first question in her head. Oh my God, how long has it been like this? Yes. And I felt so bad, but I also just froze and yeah. like, somebody's got to do something about that yeah. when really I was that somebody who should have done something about it. I noticed it. It was my responsibility because I was her friend from her team to tell her, Hey, yeah, your, your underwear is showing. Well, and you know, I think that's what I, for you and I, I think it's a notorious that for our relationship, you know, you've always asked me, what do you think about this? And I remember a time, I'm actually proud of you for this, that I remember yeah. a time where you would ask me, what do you think about this shirt? Or, you know, does it make me look fat? Um, I, folks, I don't care. I'm going to answer it truthfully. If you're asking, get ready for a real answer. Now, if I don't love you, that's how you know I don't love you. If I'm just like, yeah, yeah, it looks, yeah, it looks okay, it looks great. But I will tell Jenna, and I still to this day, yeah, you look fat in that dress. Yeah, that shirt looks terrible. You must love me a lot. I love you a lot. <laughs> you look gigantic now. Um, but it's funny because back in the day when I would say that to you, you would like throw the shirt out. And it, yeah. really, I think it was because you knew that I didn't like the shirt or whatever. Now you don't, you don't give a damn. And I think that's great. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's it's a confidence piece of if I love it, well, then I should wear it because it's what I love. There you go. Um, it's that perspective change of I'm wearing it for me, not for you. Exactly. I mean, I would like you to think I look as great in it as I do. <laughs> but if you don't, well, <laughs> that's your loss, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I want to speak on the opposite side of that as to I think as the person being supported – I think you have a responsibility to your supporter. And shout out to Casey Crabtree. I said in, I think, two podcasts back, maybe three podcasts back, that um, if I didn't mention you, you're not in my inner circle. Bro, you're in my inner circle. I love you to death. He actually <laughs> called me out. He texted me. He's like, hey, am I not in the inner circle? Well, and I think that right there is a testament of knowing that you're in the inner circle to just call somebody to to be yeah, on right? the level of just calling somebody else. <laughs> well, and he did. He was like, am I in the... My? Anyway, so yeah, bro, you're in the inner circle, but... You're in the inner inner circle, the one that we can't talk about. Yeah, but seeing how you're in the inner circle, you're about to get called out. Um, <laughs> you know, when it comes to Casey, like his fitness, he's been on and off, and he knows this. Like, you know, there are, he goes in ways where he's like, yeah, I care, and then other ways where he does not at all. And I think that there's a certain responsibility... And like, I know when he's in a serious mode, I support him without a doubt, but I know when he's not in a serious mode and I don't, you know, I don't give those pieces to him um, because I think as the person being supported, you have a responsibility to the supporter to do your damn job. I mean, you have to be willing to at least show up. So if you're not going to show up, why should your support person even try? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And I get why. I get the the motivation piece as far as the support person motivating and be like, hey, you're down and out. Like, get on up. That's I'm not saying that. I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm talking about if you just quit, you're just done. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's on the support person. I really don't. There there's only so much no. a support person can well, do. And I think that's it in yours and Casey's relationship in particular, is that I think he knows every time y'all speak or hang out or whatever you're going to inquire about it sure and you know each other on a deep enough level to just inquire on it yeah and he knows that you're going to ask and you know that you're going to ask yeah and that's 
responsibility for both of y'all's part because yeah. you just have a, a different mindset when it comes to fitness. Yeah, without um, a doubt. And one's not right and one's not wrong. Sure. It's just you have different goals. But the point, I think, from both sides is consistency. Yeah. Um, being the supporter and the supported. Yeah. Um, and that's the... And that's why it's important on either side is when you're not being consistent for the other person to yeah, it's be all, there for you. I look at it as uh, literally a responsibility. Mm-hmm. You have a responsibility to your support person if you're going to be audacious enough to need a support person. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, while I'm thinking about that, I think that some people would say, well, I don't have a support person. And I think that I need a support person to get going or to keep going, you know, whether it was a personal trainer or just a good friend or a family member or whoever. I don't think that's an excuse anymore. Um, I think if you truly need a support person, the amount of forums on the internet, the internet has changed the world. And the amount of support people you can have on the internet is incredible. Mm. I mean, hey, I can train you on the internet if you'd like. Check out MattLaneFitness.com. No, but... (laughs) I'm, but that's I'm true. serious. I mean, you can find your own support person, even if it's not somebody geared directly towards you. Yeah. You know, like even if it's just following somebody on social media. There you go. Um, you know, you know, if that's what they do for a living, they're going to consistently drive yeah. you in the right direction if you're following that person in particular for a specific goal. One, you know, not even, yes, I agree with you, but not even, they don't even have to be a personal trainer. If you, if you know that they're a good support person, um, so Lonre Aluko, he's out in the UK, love him to death. He hasn't been on this podcast, but a uh, good friend of mine and Zach Estes, another good friend of mine. I have never met these people in person. One's in a different country, mm-hmm. but they've been my support person for a few years, for a few years now, Zach longer, um, like five, six years now. Mm-hmm. And it's Zach and I motivate, motivate each other. Lonre and I motivate each other. Yeah. Um, and I think whether you know it or not you do have support people that you lean on even if they're not in your inner circle just like your coworkers. yeah um whether you are close friends with your coworkers or not you spend a vast majority of your life with them there are some that you relate to better than others you take advice from each other you give advice you know coworkers are a very unique relationship where Oftentimes you don't see each other outside of work, but you know a lot of intimate details about each other. It is a very different relationship. Right. I agree with you. That support piece. Yeah. And I think you you really need to be aware of that relationship in particular where it's an infectious relationship of you're you're almost forced to be with each other, you know, eight or 10 or 12 hours a day, depending on what you do for a living. And that can really affect how you view the rest of your day, how you view your family how you view your significant other yeah that's why there's so many you know uh physical relationships and people that work together because you you form this bond that's really not real because you don't see each other outside of work that's a good point but you find common ground and work so you're just saying beware of that relationship that possible support person you know i've I've gotten very close to coworkers in the past and, you know, really relied on them for advice for things outside of work and, um, you know, relationships and family and stuff and, and really taken their advice to heart when they really don't know 
both people in the relationship or really they're not in whatever problem I'm having. And I take their advice and really realize later, well, they really didn't know both people or the, the real situation. And I was kind of led astray, but it was me trusting someone who doesn't know the whole picture. They just know it from my perspective. So of course they're going to side with what I'm saying. That's a tough balance. Um, I've always really tried to be very guarded with those relationships. Mm-hmm. And you're right. They're elusive relationships, especially when they're years on years on years of, of, of a relationship. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, very good point. I didn't think yeah. about that. Yeah, they're, they're kind of your, your forced family. Yeah. Um, and you can pick up a lot of really great things from people, and you can pick up a lot of really negative things. Ooh, the negativity, bro. Yeah. And I think negativity abounds in people who are at work because I don't think – most people would be there unless it was for the paycheck. Sure. Um, so you tend to kind of be in a negative environment at baseline anyway, because most people are kind of trapped with going there to be able to get the paycheck, to be able to afford things outside of work. So yeah. that's kind of a negative environment to start with anyway. Without a doubt. Um, and that can really shape everything outside of work. Uh, so I think it's, those are one of the support person roles that I think are most cautious. Um, you need to be most cautious about. Not to cut you off, but I really hope you guys can't hear the dog snoring. Hey, hey, <laughs> relax. And if you can, just know that's what it is. Relax. <laughs> Sorry, guys. What else you got, Jenna? See so you looking at your notes um, over there. So, yeah, I, and I think I mentioned it already, but I don't know that we expounded enough um, that the person who calls you on hey you usually do this and you're kind of slipping up what's the deal like that's the person even though I think our normal human reaction is to dislike what they're saying so in turn we dislike them because they're calling us on our crap um that really needs the person to be the person that you trust the most because they're putting themselves out there knowing that hey you might not react well to what I'm saying but I care about you enough to say it. You know, you just reminded me of Craig Kahn. I mentioned him a lot in this podcast. Uh, strap up, folks. We got a lot of close, close friends in the inner circle that we love. But <laughs> Craig Kahn, this goes along the same lines, I think. I'll never forget the first time he ever called me out on it. I, I gave one of those fake laughs. You know, it's one of those filling laughs where somebody says something and there is a moment where you know that you're obligated to laugh. And he looked me dead in the eyes and he said, don't ever give me a fake laugh again. That's a bunch of bullshit. And when he said <laughs> yeah. that, I was like, I love, I love that because it's so true. Yeah. Don't do that fake laugh. Yeah. Yep. And even though it probably stung for a second to it did. realize that you were like patronizing whatever he Without was a saying, doubt. it makes you realize like that sticks with you. Yeah. But like, I you probably do that, you know, a exactly. lot in other conversations. <laughs> yep. Right there. Yep. Yeah. And I loved him so much for it. I really did. Mm-hmm. That's the person that you should trust more. And you know what? If that's the person who calls you on your stuff, you should be the person that calls them on theirs because they aren't perfect either. Yeah. That's the responsibility of the support person is you're supposed to support each other. And I think that that deepens your relationship too. A little bit of a spinoff. Do you think you have to have a support person to get something done? No. But I think that we all have support people, whether we want to admit it or not. Um, even if it's that person that you hate at work that you share a desk with, 
in some way or another on some level you're that person's support person and they're yours because you affect each other on a daily basis i'm sorry i can't focus because the friggin' dryer or washer is about to take off in this house do you hear it yes it sounds like a chopper that's the let me go turn it off it's spinning all right fine let's keep going what else you got that's I don't I don't know I probably had a lot of other really good stuff you <laughs> distracted me. <laughs> Another portion of the show. Matt's ADD, ADD moment. moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean to throw you off your rhythm. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I mean I think we've pretty well covered. Yeah. You know, most of both of our points is just that there's responsibilities on both sides. Is this the wrap up? Yeah. Okay, this is the wrap up, folks. This is the wrap up. Um. And you've got to uphold your side of the responsibility. And I think that we play both parts on a daily basis, whether we really realize it or not. And so I think maybe step one is just realizing who you are and the relationships that you have on a daily basis because you're one or the other. Yeah. Um, and you might be the supporter and the supported for one person, um, but people that you interact with frequently are part of your support system. Um, so if you don't like your support system, that's on you to change it. Yeah. And I, so I, I'm glad you touched on that. So yeah, I was going to say, what do you think about people that are not only not a support person, but are dragging you down? So what do you say to that? Yeah. Drop that baggage. There you go. Yeah. What, what a great way to end it. Good job. Very <laughs> nice. Hey guys, thank you so much for stopping by. If you're brand new to this podcast, we truly appreciate your ears. Thank you for giving us any of your time. We really appreciate it. We also run a YouTube channel called Matt Lane Fitness. That's the company that we started. And this podcast has been so fun. We're only 33-ish episodes in, and it's just been a blast. So we truly, truly appreciate you. And for the folks that have been here since day one, the people that saw the vlog of us building this studio, the people that have been here since day one, I I mean, I I love and will bleed for you. Thank you so much. And for those who just started following us, just know... The reason why we've mentioned the washer and the dogs is because this is actually our dining room that we've converted into our studio. So we're not in some like multi-million dollar studio. (laughs) This is literally our dining room table that Matt cut a hole in. Um, See that hole right there? If you're watching, can you see that hole? We made these uh, things on the wall. We made all of this. This is literally in our dining room and our dogs are snoring and farting under the dining room table as we speak. As our... Uh, as our laundry's being cleaned. So welcome to the professional podcast over here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think that's it. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week. This has been the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. We want to thank you for listening and invite you to subscribe to the show as well and follow Matt Lane Fitness on YouTube. Until next time, you don't have to be perfect. Just be better than yesterday every day. Damn, we're good. Are we? Uh, Yeah. I mean, I know I am, but. (laughs) JK. JK. Banged it out. Yeah. How long was it?